Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You know, I don't even know where to begin with what happened yesterday in the Central U.S. I mean, usually when you're talking about tornadoes and uh, severe weather during the month of December, that would be the headline. But it wasn't yesterday. It was the widespread wind damage that had nothing to do with thunderstorms that covered Colorado, Texas, Oklahoma, and all the way into the upper Midwest. You're listening to the Weather Insider for Thursday, December 16th. Bernie Reno, Melissa Constanzer, and, uh, you know, what a day uh, we had. And, 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 of course, the system that produced all this wind damage, uh, this was the system that uh, that came across California with the flash flooding, the several feet of snow in the Sierra. And it just shows you how energetic that system was. Yeah. And I just seen like some of the reports, dust and fires spreading and those kinds of winds. I mean, the wind area alone covered much more than we typically think of with hurricanes and, and so that's a big difference there with yeah. the size of the storm. And, the and that's energy. interesting, Melissa, because there's some in our office. We were talking about this, that we had more and you got to be careful because hurricane force wind gusts. I mean, hurricane force is sustained winds. But let's say this. We had a larger area with 75 mile per hour wind gusts than, than we would see in a hurricane. I mean, it, it, it's a different animal, no doubt about it. But I mean, it, you were just talking about it. I, I didn't even mention the, the the winds were so strong in the Southwest Plains with brush fires that burned and, and, and they did lots of damage. I, 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 I saw a tweet. and I'm still trying to confirm it, that the, the, the fires were so fast moving that there were cattle in the in the in the Southwest Plains that were burned. And there's a lot of there's a lot of burned cattle in the area. They couldn't escape it. I'm trying to get verify that. But I saw that on Twitter. But I mean, it's just unbelievable what happened yesterday. Just the winds alone, not even going in to the skinny squall line that developed during the afternoon. Yeah. And that one itself, you know, technically it's in meteorological world, we've been going back and forth because it's not what we think of as a derecho type setup, but it, the classifications of it it meant that. So that's kind of the weird thing. It's, it's in a lot of eyes, you're like not even thinking about that. I wasn't even thinking about that. And then when I saw that word getting thrown around, I was like, well, yeah, it meets the criteria. It's not Mm -hmm. how we would typically get there, but no uh, thunderstorms and just even you know, how much that moved through, it moved into, well, as you know, my old stopping grounds in Northern Wisconsin. And when you think about Wisconsin, you think of dairy land and kind of open fields, but the driftless area in Southeastern Wisconsin and much of Northern Wisconsin is heavily treed. So schools are still closed up there today because there's so many trees down and so many people without power, they just can't get anywhere. And this is a time of year where we don't get anything but snow in Northern Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Like it's not a thing to get rain and not a thing to get rain in the UP. Houghton got rain and it's mm-hmm. just not a thing. <laughs> no, you know, and it was funny. We, we were talking about this yesterday about the ratio 
you know, and, and I and we were talking about, it. well, this isn't the way it happens. You, usually, you know, there, you, you can get it with strong storms. We had a derecho in the uh, blizzard of 93, for example. Uh, there are two different kinds, and I forget the 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 classification, but you typically get it. The ratios on the northern edges of ridges in the spring and summer where you have tremendous heat that feeds mm -hmm. it, not tremendous dynamics. But as I talked about, yes, I was talking with Alex Sosnowski and I said, what you have here is you have a skinny. You're plopping a skinny squall line in an area of damaging winds already. Mm -hmm. So there's and I, I was saying there's no there's no question you're going to meet the criteria yeah. because you were getting the damaging thunderstorms, the damaging winds without the thunderstorms anyway. So once you got the thunderstorms and plopped them into the damaging winds, you were 100 percent guaranteed mm -hmm. of reaching the criteria. So who knows how that's going to get defined, but it's certainly one for the ages. I mean, it, Justin, I was, uh, you know, when you talk about the severe weather yesterday, it's almost as if. You had 15 inches of snow and then you had uh, 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 like two to four inches of, uh, of snow following the main storm. That's what it was like yesterday with the 15 inches of snow being the widespread wind mm -hmm. and then the severe weather on top of it. I mean, it's very rare that the, the severe weather would take a back seat to anything in December if you have it. But yet it did because of how strong the winds were. I mean, the wind shut down Interstate 70. In Kansas yesterday for a time, there were so many uh, overturned uh, tractor trailers on interstates 80 and 70 roads were closed just because of the wind alone. And you don't get that mm -mm. a lot of times you get roads closed in ice and snow, but wind large chunks. That's how strong the winds were yesterday. So. Bernie, you talk a lot about remembering different storms and stuff. And obviously we talk about hurricanes, blizzard of 93. Is this yeah. going to be the, the wind storm of yeah. December, 2021? Yeah. You remember like, yeah, the, the no question event. Okay. No question. No question. I mean, I mean, I, I, you get a wind gust of 107 miles per hour in, in Lamar, Colorado. Yeah. No, listen, I know that's flat and it's easy for the wind to blow there, but you're not getting any help. It's not like, you know, it would be one thing if it was Boulder or someplace in the lee of the mountain ranges where you can get the wind to downslope right off the mountains or funnel through some of the canyons and you can get that wind to accelerate due to, you know, topography. So that's what happened in Lamar. I mean, it was this upper low. It went negatively tilted. And on the southern side of this upper low, and certainly there was more to it than the upper low, you had this big upper high off the southeast coast, which was driving it too. And the, the pressure difference between that and the and the upper low was what drove the wind. I mean, but there's going to be studies on this, you know, and this will be the great winds. Yeah. I don't know what it's going to be called, but the great wind event of December or the great wind event of of 2021. I mean, this was something that you're not going to see. I mean, you can get local winds like this, but the widespread winds, mm -hmm. you know, from, you know, I didn't even do the math. What's the if if I had to do the distance like from Amarillo to Sault Ste. Marie? I mean, uh, you know, just oh, as it a, is even New Mexico, right? Or so, New Mexico, yeah. I, you know, even if you go further, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, I'm even. I, I was even wasn't sure how to do it like because you were getting miles. it in the, in Utah early in the morning. But if you do a distance, let's say from Albuquerque to Sault Ste. Marie, that's a distance of fourteen hundred miles. So we're talking over a thousand miles mm -hmm. easily of damaging winds. And and not just wind gusts 40. I mean, large areas 
of over 50, 60 miles an hour, you yeah. know, with this. I mean, that's that's an incredible amount of wind. And uh, we had severe weather. And we still and you and I were talking that I don't know yet. And as we're taping this, I've been coming to the National Weather Service. I don't know if they've confirmed a tornado in southeastern Minnesota yet. If they do, though, that'll be the first, first one time yeah. that we've ever seen a tornado reported in Minnesota in, in the December. Month of December. Yeah. Yes. So I mean, that, think about that's that. A big news. Now, Wisconsin, they have seen uh, tornadoes in, in December, so that wouldn't be as rare. And certainly Iowa has. But. Minnesota, you just you don't get that stuff no. this time of year. You no, I didn't even First mention time. the record warmth. We may have had all time record December highs for states. I think in Wisconsin and in and, yeah. and Iowa. I, I don't know if that's been verified yet. Uh, I saw something from the SPC, Melissa. I mean, we can go all day with these stats. Mm. I mean, I uh, 55 reports of 75 mile per hour wind gusts that were generated from thunderstorms, 55 reports of thunderstorm generated gusts of at least 75 miles per hour. That's the highest that's ever been recorded. They haven't been keeping that forever. I think was it 2004 yeah. since they start doing that, but still, I mean, yeah. it probably changes too. Is that a, is only a official NWS reporting sites like ASOS? Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, as, as we've gone throughout the years, there's obviously more stations too. So that can have an impact, but it's no still, question. It's, it's still noteworthy. It's because, noteworthy. Yes. Um, we just, that's how unique this system was. Yeah. I mean, you know what, in, in real quick, you know, remember, I think you and I were talking, what was it on Friday? You and I were talking on Friday that that what was happening in in California, that the Sierra, by the time we would be a week from now, that there would be up to ten feet of snow. Yes, in the Sierra, mm-hmm. and I, I, you know what? I, I the last storm. What, what the last storm? I think now this isn't the storm that this doesn't count the storm that we're, we're that's going on here Wednesday went on Wednesday night and Thursday, but I saw five six feet of snow. I think there was another two to three feet of snow you know, in the last 24 hours. So I believe that you're going to see widespread seven to 10 feet of snow in the Sierra with our last two storms. And you know what that's done? That's taken the Sierra snowpack, which was what? 20% of normal Mm -hmm. for this time of the year. The new numbers are in, at least they may have been updated. The Northern Sierra is 73% of normal now, Mm. 73% of normal. And the Southern Sierra is at 97% of normal. I wouldn't have thought that it changed that much based on one storm, but those snowpacks, it, it's, it's done with, with water content. In the yeah. Storm, right? because, I, I don't, I mean, I, I'm not you sure. Know, you can get inches of snow and it can compact and stuff, but I believe, I believe they take a core sample and they do water content with yeah. that. And that's so it, something it's kind that, of interesting to see, because I was like, I wouldn't have thought just that many feet of snow would have made that much of a difference. But I do think that the water content possibly was there with that much snow. Well, it was and it wasn't. I mean, the second storm was a colder storm, mm-hmm. so we had snow levels that were a lot lower with this mm-hmm. second storm. But the first storm, snow levels started probably seven thousand feet. They did work their way down to about five thousand. So you probably had more water content. But I mean, your point's taken. I mean, they. It just shows you how important the Sierra snowfall is. But for those of that you don't know, that's the reason why we have millions of people living in California, because they take 
all of that melting snow and they um, uh, transport it. it. Yeah. So that's why it's so critical. They get snow in the Sierra. It is more important for snow than rain because rain runs off. Right. And Mm -hmm. gets into the streams, gets in the rivers, out into the ocean. But the snowpack sits there and waits. And then once you get into the summer months where, you know, once we get past December, you don't get you, you virtually get no rain in California during the summer and spring months. I mean, virtually none. So the way you fill the reservoirs is snowmelt. And that's why California is in the predicament they're in, because they had virtually no they had one big storm last year. Mm-hmm. And other than that, they didn't have any. Um, you know, you want to talk some stats, uh, you know, Melissa, I, I believe there's been over 11 inches of rain in San Francisco this water season and uh, uh, this wet season that begins October 1st and goes to May. They've mm-hmm. had 11 inches. Uh, I think they had seven all of last year, seven. And I think by the end of next week, that number in San Francisco could be 14 inches of rain wow. since October. Yeah. So let's talk about next week because it, it does seem, you know, it doesn't seem too much like there's going to be, there's going to be some changes, but it seems like the general pattern has been warm in the East, stormy in the West. And it seems like that, that kind of holds as we get more systems coming into the West, heading yeah. into the the weekend or beyond the weekend into yeah. next week. Yeah. It, it's a stormy week in the West next week. You know, there's another trough now. It's not it, it's complicated. It always is. Oh, yeah. It's like relationships sometimes, Melissa. They're complicated sometimes. Yeah. Well, the weather's like it, that all usually. the time. They're <laughs> worth it. They are. So this upper low is going to sit off the West Coast. And I think we're going to have rounds of rain and snow, central and northern California. I think there's more feet of snow coming for the Sierra. And I think, you know, there's at least because of the cumulative effect, at least a few inches of rain in California. Um, so that's, and the problem is you've heard me say this, how do you end drought in California floods? That's the way it works. Uh, or just honestly, anywhere. Texas. Yeah, it really anywhere, honestly, but I mean, anywhere, cause anywhere, you, you but get I the mean, ground so dry and stuff. And then you start to see the rain. It, it but tends to be it, in other parts of the country. You can get cumulative effect. You know, you get an inch here against it's yeah. hard to rain in California, but when mm-hmm. it rains, it pours because of the topography. Mm-hmm. It's like that in Texas too. all droughts and then floods. In Texas and in California. And it's like the water spigot. Either it's on or it's off. And now it's on. Mm-hmm. Hey, a couple of other things. Can you smell it? The snow chances in the east. You have the blinders on and my yeah, eyes are I wide open. Blinders on. I need to take my eyes are wide on. open. Yeah. A couple of things before we go. There's an Is that inject- this weekend? You're yes. Yeah. Now it's not going to be. And, and, and people in Washington, D.C. are going to hate me. It's not D.C. It's not New York City. It's it's not Phil- it rarely is. <laughs> I have so many people, Melissa, telling me, why do all the storms miss D.C.? Because it's D.C. They only average, what, eight inches of snow per year? Or it's it's a small number. I'll, I'll I tell forget you what, what my it sister is. is probably one of those because she's a ski instructor that lives in the D.C. area. So she's probably one of those commenting every day. On yeah, I mean, but there's an injection of cold air. Coming into the Northeast this week. I mean, a, a fresh injection, cold air. It's cold and it's dry and it'll be colder than what you think. Not you, but everybody. It'll be colder and drier than what you think. And then the trough that's coming into the West, 
you know, that comes east and it provides this tremendous overrunning surface. And I think you're going to get an area of six plus inches of snow, not only in the mountains of Vermont, New Hampshire, but I think you're going to get it like uh, down in southern Vermont. I think the six inch line can go all the way down in the northern mass eastern parts of Maine away from the coast. This is going to be a thump of snow. It's going to, you know, and we already have a snow map, by the way. We have six to 10 inches that and three to six inches of snow all the way down in the northern parts of um, Mass. And the snow, the ice line can go right toward New York City, not New York City. No, 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 not New York City. New York, Pennsylvania border. That's the first thump. Then it goes quiet until Christmas Day. So you're going to get another you're going to we're going to miss out an opportunity Tuesday, Wednesday. We were talking about this last week. That's gone. That's a short wave. It goes off to the south. We missed that. But then there's another one coming in Christmas Eve that sets the table because that brings in some colder air. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you have another because your upper low is going to be cutting off along the West Coast. You get this split flow. So you get the cold air coming in from the north. Then you have energy coming in from the west and south. And there's a system going across the Midwest and Plains on Christmas Day that will go into the northeast Christmas night. That's your chance. Now, I guess the technical definition of a white Christmas is Christmas morning, not all day Christmas, right? But I, I do don't think, know. I, think I don't know either. Uh, well, sometimes, yes, yeah, sometimes it is like 7, 8 a.m. that they officially <laughs> determine that. Yeah, I, I forget, but. That's what I'm looking at. I could smell it. <laughs> hey, well, that'll be good because my son doesn't know it. My one-year-old son, but he is getting a pair of skis from his aunt. Is it really? For Christmas. Yes. Do the Constanzers so, go skiing a lot? Um, we we do. We um we used to. Let me clarify. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I understand that. Yeah. Um, my husband and I, when we lived in northern Wisconsin, we used to go up to the UP and, and ski in the Porkies a lot. Oh, okay. Um, and it's a so beautiful we, area. We both, we both do ski, but it life happens. And living in Mobile, yeah. Alabama, there wasn't that much skiing no, there. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you know, there were a couple of years where those we, away. we didn't didn't you know they they lived the skis lived with Vaseline on the edges, so yeah. they didn't rust. But see, someday, someday we'll get out <laughs> in the in the Reno household. My wife Tyler and I, we would love to go to mm-hmm. a ski resort, but we never make it out on the mountain. We just stay in the stay in the warm areas, enjoy the scenery, do a little shopping, little driving around. Yeah, I feel like yeah, we we would like to go to Aspen. We're never going there though, but we would like to. No, we we definitely would be skiing most of the day. The constant. Yeah, I I, we we don't like the cold weather, so. But you got to move. See, that's the thing. You got to yeah. move to make it worth it. This is the that's one thing true. I learned in Wisconsin. If you don't move, you, you, it doesn't or matter. Or you know what? When you live where you lived, if you don't uh, embrace winter, you're going to have a sorry several months, right? Yep. It's going to be a long time. Long Anything time. else you want to talk about before we go? <gasps> our no. Packers are in I was gonna say number one seed. We have to talk about that. You know, we have a big game on Sunday. I think if they, this is their hardest game. Yeah. Although I'm worried about Minnesota, Minnesota bugs me. I know it's a green Bay. I don't like to play Minnesota. They bug me a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll I see. see. I, I feel like because my husband's from Minnesota, still a Packers fan. I have very different views on there's, the Vikings. Then. There's tons <laughs> of Packers most. fans in the Minneapolis area because oh, yeah. before Minnesota, 
when did Minnesota come in existence? The sixties, yeah. you know, they were, that was green Bay was their team. So mm-hmm. there's still lots of Packer fans in there. Yeah. But, and, and even so lots of people like live on either side of the border too. Yeah. The, the cities are not that far away. There are people that live in Wisconsin commute into the cities and stuff. So it's, it's a good rivalry. It is. Well, we'll see what happens. All right. We got to go. Melissa's got to get to work. I got to go home. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Lots to talk about. All right. Tomorrow we're going to talk about next week. And I want to see if Melissa smells the snow like I do. You're going to have to give me a minute to, to, to declog yeah. my nose. Declog you. You know what? Get get the nasal spray. Get the rain and the, the spring yeah. day that we just had out of, out of, out of out your of system and see if you, I'm smelling, I'm telling you, Bernie, it was gorgeous. Tuesday. It was. And today's going to be great, but I'm telling you, I've been looking and waiting. Not that this is a blockbuster storm Christmas day. I'm not saying that, but there's a storm. I could feel it. If you have any questions, you can, uh, well, you can contact us. What's your Twitter account? Constanza Weather, WX at the end. And I'm at AccuRaino. And of course, mm-hmm. um, make sure you download the AccuWeather app. Lots, just lots to going on. Have yourself a good Thursday. And you know what? You know what tonight is at the Reno household? It's pizza night. I was, I, it's pizza I almost night. said California chicken cheesesteak. No, that's, that's tomorrow. Friday that's night. Tomorrow. I you know, know. But see, this is like the appetizer before the main course. <laughs> and as you get older, you start enjoying bad food a lot more because really? you don't eat it as this. Oh God, you know what the problem is when you're younger, you can eat whatever you want. Right. As you mm-hmm. get to be my age, you have to be a little selective. So like, like, this is huge. I, I look like forward I enjoy- to this on Monday. Gotcha. Yeah. I feel like I enjoy food a little bit more now that I'm older. Like I, you know, honestly, the best gifts for Christmas are grocery store gift cards. If I can get that gold <laughs> shrimp and like bring it home and put it on the grill with some ribeye steaks, like that is the happiest day. Well, there for you me. go. You know, for anybody food looking, goes a long way, but I like I kind of like the splurging on, you know, well, there you go. Things. Anybody that's looking to get Melissa a gift card or a, a Christmas present, just a gift card, grocery gift card is good enough. She's a good simple enough. gal. Just give me food. The gift. Give, of food. give me food. Have yourself a good Wednesday night. No, 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 no. Thursday. Have a good Thursday night. What am I talking about? It's been a long day. Thank you for listening to today's edition of Weather Insider. For the latest in breaking weather news, be sure to follow Bernie Reno on Twitter at AccuRaino. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and review all of our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.